Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Nick. Yo. I'm going to tell you a story. This is the story of the best advice I ever got and kind of how it impacted me. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's funny because we get a lot of advice in life, right? People are always telling you what you should do, what, mm-hmm. right? How often do you get advice? Mm, not as much as I used to. I think I get a lot of, well, that's a good question, actually. I don't know if I've thought about that too much. Hmm. Seems like everybody gives everybody advice all the time. All the time? A lot of the time, you know, just the little shoulds or you should do this or you should try this or you should. That's true if you, you think know. about it in little ways. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if that's direction or advice. Maybe advice is something different than just kind of mm. telling people what to do. Yeah. But you're offering your thoughts on what they should do. And why they should do yeah. it. And, yeah. Right. Based on your own experience. Yeah. So um, anyway, I, when I was applying to grad school, you, you send out a you know this process, but for our listeners, I'll kind of tell them, you send out a bunch of applications to maybe 13, 15 schools, um, and you're really applying to work with a person. You know, you work under mm-hmm. a person. Um, and so you, you meet with a lot of people. You you have these interviews after you've applied that you get interviewed. And in one of these interviews, um, as you can imagine, as a, as a grad student who kind of knew everything, and... Uh, I, I was, you know, I, I kind of had life figured out for sure. But I was interviewing with this man, and um, and he was an old Miss, old Miss. I, I remember that. Oh. I, I don't remember his name, but it was old Miss. And he said, uh, "So what's your what's your plan? What's your educational plan? And what are your goals here? You know?" And I laid out this beautiful um, course I would take through academics and my career, and down to the detail of what I would study and when, and you know. Mm-hmm. It was, pretty elaborate. I thought I was pretty wise. And about halfway through my little narrative, I noticed him smiling. And um, when I finished, he said, uh, he took his time. And he said, you know, Todd, there's a lot of serendipity involved in life. And I remember looking at him like, what are you even talking about? And he's like, I know you have um, a, some goals here in the path here, but I would urge you to be open to serendipity. And he said, there's, there's a lot of it. You're you're going to meet people that you never thought you'd meet before. There'll be opportunities you never thought you'd even have. Um, and so he, he heard my very listed, regimented uh, timeline of my education. And he realized, you know, as a, as a professor who'd seen these things before, that um, he, I think, definitely heard in my narrative that um, I had it figured out in the minutiae, you know, and... And uh, he realized, wow, I, I hadn't really left any room for <laughs> any other kind of um, opportunity to pop up. So I remember him saying that, Todd, there's a lot of serendipity involved in life. Um, and just kind of remember that and be open to, to, to opportunities. And I, I remember looking at him like, mm, well, you don't know what I want to do in my life. And that's interesting, but I'm going to go ahead. But then over the next couple of weeks and months, I, I thought more and more about it. And came to really kind of love that advice um, because I, I, I'm kind of a goal setter um, and I like using goals, but it, it definitely helped me in my life because I realized I can't get overly attached to my goals 
because sometimes when you start on a project or you start on a course, opportunities, things come up, barriers come, whatever it is, and you want to be able to kind of roll with that rather than fight against it necessarily. And some really wonderful opportunities come up and then some challenges come up and you, you need to be able to kind of roll with those rather than have this super regimented view of what you have to do all the mm-hmm. time in order to reach some goal. Um, and, it, and it came in really handy, actually. The program that I um, accepted, um, I switched advisors kind of early in the program, and that's a really traumatic kind of deal in grad school. Um, and my new advisor was just hired that year and provided me with some opportunities to study some things that I never thought I'd be able to study. And um, it was a great experience. But it, But I think my entire grad school experience could be summed up in a lot of serendipitous sort of uh, uh, ways. And so, although I was able to accomplish my goal, become a psychologist, work in the field, um, I definitely took a different course than I had mapped out for that Mm -hmm. person at Old Miss. Hmm. How uh, (laughs) the contrarian in me (laughs) (laughs) says, well, maybe it's just because even though you're you're kind of a goal-setting type of person, you also seem to me like kind of a flexible type of person generally. So maybe the advice was just a nice cherry on top, but you would have taken advantage of those opportunities anyway. Like how, how actually impactful was that advice? Do you think? Um, I th- well, I think it was hugely impactful in that I think of that a lot and I say that a lot, you know, in my head and my life okay. and I tell other people mm-hmm. and, 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 and yeah, I am fairly flexible, but it's definitely helped me roll with punches in a, in a, in a much less um, abrasive way. You know, when, mm. when things come up, I, th- I feel like it's helped me realize, hey, you know, your expectations weren't met, yes, but, you know, we've got op- other opportunities and other challenges here, and, and, and it's been interesting. I think specifically for uh, taking advantages of opportunities as they come up, because you can never really plan for those, you know, and um, having this kind of philosophy about serendipity I think it's definitely helped me say, yes, I'm going to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity because you never know when it'll come up again or ever. Um, so, and what I kind of hear you saying is may, maybe you would, you still would have taken advantage of a lot of those opportunities, but it would have been a more stressful anxiety yes, producing very much so. process yeah. to go through. But this piece of advice has allowed you to kind of anticipate that stuff and then handle it a little bit more gracefully. I think definitely handle it more gracefully. Not that I handle everything gracefully, but um, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. And I, I, I bet it has nudged me into a few opportunities I wouldn't have taken. Now, I like to take advantage of opportunities. I think they're it's fun. I, I vary a lot of what I do, but I think maybe it did kind of nudge me in, in, a, in a couple paths here and there that I probably maybe wouldn't have. Uh, for example, my um, mentor um, was trained in this... Uh, pretty elaborate coding system for reading facial um, cues and facial expressions. Um, and I was never really into it, but he asked me to get trained and certified in it so that I could review tapes and create, you know, create projects. And I actually ended up using those things to design my dissertation around, you know, mm-hmm. and I never thought I would do that. And when I, when I was doing the work, I was like, eh, I don't know about this. Um, but then as, as, uh, Time went on. It, it it proved to be a really valuable experience, and I used it a lot. And mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have had um, 
I not kind of thought about that and thought, oh, maybe this is a good opportunity. Maybe I need mm-hmm. to look at it that way. Right. Yeah. Seems like, too, that, that that advice hit you at a really critical time. It really too. did. Like the timing was important for it. Yeah, it really did. And that's probably not, true of a lot of advice, it's right? Not, that's not like, I mean, no offense to the, this guy you were talking to, but it, it's not like radical. It, it's not like a, a genius proclamation from on high <laughs> that no one thought about before. Like, be flexible. Don't be too rigid right, with things. Right. But the context and the timing were really perfect for you. They really were. I, yeah. And, and, you know, it was, an, it was an interesting enough conversation that I never forgot it. Yeah. You know, it, it was an, it was interesting enough dialogue that I thought, oh, I'm going to, and, and from the minute that interview was over, I kind of thought about some of the things that he said and, what do you, um, why do you think that happened? What, I mean, so much of advice just kind of washes over us and we don't, <clears> it doesn't <throat> stick. Like why can you think of specifically what made that, adv- what led to that advice kind of sticking with you more? What do the things that stand out is about him or the way he gave it or, or your state at that particular time that made that advice more memorable or? Yeah, I think, um, you know, as I entered grad school, I had a family as well. Um, and it was interesting because there was a time in my life through grad school, I think that every goal I had, um, changed almost, um, and, and new goals replaced them, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that was, it was because of a lot of the different opportunities I was having, I wanted to change them. I wanted to to do different things. So, um, yeah, it was a crucial time in my life. And I think, um, that I was just flooded with these opportunities that kind of brought that advice to mind a lot at mm-hmm. that point in my life. So I think you're right. It was a, a really good timing on that part, but his comments rang so true and you're right. It's not genius, but it, they just really kind of hit me in a kind of a weird way. And at first I was like, I don't understand that at all, but there was something to it mm-hmm. that made me just keep thinking about it. Um, and life just kind of proved that to be true. I think I just kind of started noticing more and more like, wow, there, there is a, there's so much serendipity. I mean, yeah. you know, you make a plan and, and the route you take to get there is probably not going to be the same route you planned out at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. So I thought it was great advice. Mm-hmm. Serendipity is a good thing. What is serendipity? I'm always confused about what that actually means. What's the difference between serendipity and just chance? Well, I think serendipity denotes a um, positive? positive, yeah, um, happenstance that occurs um, through kind of like the a, chaos. Like yeah. a lucky break, kind of? Yeah, that, that yeah. Right? Yeah, or maybe just a lucky um, interaction. A lucky break suggests like a one... Um, kind of instance where something went well. I think serendipity is much more um, kind of doorways being open. I think it's mm. it's a bigger gift than just kind of a lucky bounce or something. You mean that it happens over time, like it happens <clears throat> continuously? Or that a, a serendipitous event alters the course of life maybe, not just you, you got an extra oh. cookie, you got an extra cookie mm. in your lunch bag. Mm. I don't know. I've had some pretty good cookies in my lunch. (laughs) No doubt you have. (laughs) No, we were never the kids who had cookies or dessert in our lunch bag. No. Thanks, You had carrots. (laughs) You had carrots and celery. No, we didn't have carrots. I think I kind of just remember like sandwiches and stuff. Just a sandwich? I'm sure there was fruit too, maybe. And (laughs) I don't know. Pineapple. I'll tell you what I don't remember is cookies. So I'm curious, uh, what, what's the best advice you ever gotten? How did it help you? 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm generally pretty down on advice in general, mm-hmm. advice giving. I don't feel like I've necessary. And this is something I wonder about. I don't feel like I've gotten a lot of good advice in my life. Ah. Um, at least advice that has ended up being impactful. But I, I also wonder about maybe we get advice that has an impact, but we're not aware of it. So maybe hmm. so, maybe someone says something to you or well, tells wait, you something. Wait, wait a minute, because because I, I know you. You're a pretty decent fellow. <laughs> You've got a PhD, wonderful wife and family. <laughs> I mean, nobody gave you advice as to how to. Oh get... no, pe- people give give you advice all the time. Oh, okay, I'm not just, good. I'm just though? not confident that the advice itself really made a difference. Ah, like so I, it was I like don't a, an inert kind of. I'm just not. I don't have great evidence that I know for sure that that's the thing that made the difference, not other variables. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, think about it. If you're generally people like to give advice to people who will actually take the advice. Like we, we like advice when it's actually taken. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So if, if you buy that, you buy that people who are more likely to take advice are going to be given a lot more advice. Right. So people who are pretty, right have it together like kind of know what they want they've got a plan they're working hard they've got ambitions they you know like so they're the kind of person that people are going to single out to give advice because mm-hmm. they look like people who are going to take advice and maybe they get good advice but maybe it has nothing to do with the advice maybe it, w- it would have happened anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right <laughs> so i'm just pretty skeptical of advice generally and in part because i feel like and this could be totally biased too but i don't feel like i've seen a lot of evidence that when I have on occasion given advice, then it's really done anything. Ah, I would agree with that. So I'm, I'm dubious of the whole, the whole kind of project of advice. Um, but I, I am still open to the fact that it, it may be more impactful than I think, or mm-hmm. that I'm aware of. Like, I, I think it could very well be the case that things, or I, you know, I even wonder like maybe things that people don't intend as advice end up being just as impactful mm-hmm. as things that are like explicit advice. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think at least for a certain personality type or for certain stages of development, we're actually, we're more resistant to explicit re- advice. I mean, just imagine when you're a teenager, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the worst way to k- get a teenager to do something is to tell them, you know, you should really think about doing this, you know, like think about your future that that's a great way to get them to <laughs> shut down completely, right, right? Right. You would be much better off trying to influence them more indirectly. <clears throat> you know, I, I, I would almost agree with you. I think that we get a lot of advice that we don't follow and that we probably don't, we want to dismiss in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because not all advice is good it. advice. So there's a ton of advice being offered and um, that, that isn't probably worth it. Um but and I definitely, I, recently a family member came to me for advice and I gave them advice that worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and post that advice, um, you know, in talking to that person, uh, it, it was the opposite direction of where they were headed. Yeah. You know, and so it mm-hmm. was, it, it was definitely impactful, very, I mean, it, it, it sounded like it, it worked pretty well. And, and, and I know I've gotten good advice over the years. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's like really common and it doesn't happen all the time. I would give you that, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, but man, I think I've gotten a few instances of really decent advice. So I go on two, actually. There, there's one I, I that I really remember. The, in fact, it's the only one whenever people ask me that question, have you ever had a piece of good, like this one always comes up and it's okay. really the only one I remember. Um, but I was a, 
I guess I love this because I hope all your friends and family are listening and they're, and they're like that Nick I've given him so much good advice over the years he just never listens yeah I don't, I can't I don't if you're I related like to Nick or if you <laughs> know Nick please email and let us know what you've told this guy over the I years. feel like the people <laughs> who have made the most positive effect on my life have rarely have deliberately not given me explicit advice mm. I think that like I'm not saying there's not a time and place for explicit advice, but I think most of the time that's not the most helpful way to help someone. I'd agree. Right. Is with explicit advice. So I think a lot of people have had a huge positive impact on my life. Yeah. I just don't think it's because of explicit advice. Right. Um, so anyway, that being said, I do have one really good piece of advice that I got and that I remembered. I think about it all the time actually. And I, I think it really specifically has, altered my life for the better. And the advice was when I was uh, applying for, no, I, I was a senior in high school and I, I knew which college I was going to. And there was a guy who had um, just moved to our town, like a f- friend of a family friend who had just graduated from the school that I was going to go to. So I was 18 and this guy was like 22 or something, had just graduated from the school that I was getting ready to go to. Mm-hmm. And we, so we were talking one day um, and he's, he, I don't remember how he phrased it exactly, but the piece of advice was pretty straightforward. He said, when you're, when you're looking at your course schedule and you're deciding on classes to take in school, don't pick your classes based on the content of the class. Figure out who the best professors are on campus and take whatever they teach regardless of how interested you seem in the topic or not. And that was very counterintuitive to me because I had lots of specific topics that I was interested in and classes and majors that I even thought that I wanted to do. And, yeah. Um, and so that I, I kind of, but he was a, he was a smart guy and I, I liked him and I respected him. So I, I, I didn't just dismiss it out of hand. Um, and then I, the more I went through school, not necessarily implementing that advice directly, but sort of having it as a hypothesis up there and then yeah. seeing what happened. Um, I start, it, it like validated that idea, which is that I would often take classes that sounded really great and the topic was really interesting, but the professor was like a dud. And so the whole experience was pretty Mm -hmm, mediocre. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then I would occasionally through happenstance, I'd be forced to take a class I wasn't particularly interested in, but I would also get a professor who was awesome. And even though I wasn't interested in the class at all, being in the same room with someone who thinks in a really interesting way and that is really engaging in conversation and that makes you, it helps you see things in a, you know, differently and like, so much more important and so much more impactful. And so after college, I, I sort of, even though I didn't take his advice specifically, I, because I was thinking about it, it was kind of validated for me. And I was like, okay, that's right. I'm going to, I'm going to do this more specifically going forward. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what I did in, um, later schooling is really tried to do a lot of homework about who do people, who are the best people Right, whether it was choosing professors for classes or choosing a, a research lab to work in or um, or even like jobs, like um, internships and stuff like that. N- not so much, like really looking for people, like ha- having who are the interesting, smart, kind, um, enthusiastic people. And whatever they happen to be doing, I just want to be around really good people. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna lead to the best outcomes and not to get sidetracked by kind of content. Yeah. If that makes so that that has turned out to be really impactful to me. Um, which is why we do podcasting because you mm-hmm. want to be around me. I just want to be around the glow, Todd. It's it. just 
I get it, Nick. I'm just basking here. I get it. <laughs> you know what's interesting, though? In, in your <clears throat> in your advice situation, it kind of has all the classic elements of advice that I think of when someone says advice. Let me explain. You have a person that you revere. revere. Mm-hmm. You, you admired this guy. I didn't know him super well, but I knew him enough to know, like, this guy knows what he's talking about, yeah, and yeah. I like him. Yeah. yeah. That you, and it seems like to hear good advice or to really take it, you've got to revere the person in some, Re- in some way. Respect. Re- revere is pretty intense for me. Respect. Yeah. You, you got to have he some wasn't kind Yoda, of, you know, <laughs> some amount of respect. I, I'm with you. Some on that amount one. of reverence for that person. Um, number two, the advice has to almost be counterintuitive or not known to you. Right. I mean, when I think of advice, I don't mm. think like, oh, I already know that. Like, yeah. that's not advice. That's just. Uh, oh, interesting. Right? It's got to so, have a little like. Right, counterintuitive. When you said counterintuitive or you just hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. You know, there's there's Surprising, something new being given or. Intriguing. Some novel piece of yeah. advice, you know. So th- those are kind of the quintessential or the, the kind of. When I th- when I hear advice I, I, or when I hear someone gave me advice, I think of those things. Yeah. Like, oh, this is someone you probably liked and. um it was probably information you didn't already mm-hmm. have or it was a different spin or it was really counterintuitive. Yeah, and also I would say that the way the advice is administered mm-hmm. is the the way I think about it is good advice is like, it's like planting a seed. So yeah. you're not downloading information and you're not plugging in a USB cord and like implanting information. Right. You're, you're just sort of, you a seed is planted and it, on its own time, it sort of... yeah blossoms or doesn't it's kind of like curling <laughs> what, just, like curling your hair or no the sport oh the sport yeah <laughs> where you just slide it on over Seize really easy it on down and hopefully it goes in the right spot and it makes yeah. a difference yeah. and i think that's important because i i, I kind of feel like for advice to take uh, to really take an effect the person the advice the person who's given the advice has to take ownership of it it can't be just this foreign entity that they just take and then do it, they have to like internalize. It has to become a part of them somehow. Mm. They have to see, really see and feel how it makes sense for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that takes time usually. It takes time, experience. Yeah, unless Not, you get like procedural advice. Hey, do this, do that. But but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I guess they're, yeah, procedural, that's Sometimes a good term. I guess there's just like, just like, here's information yeah. that will help you navigate this mm-hmm. process. But yeah, but more like kind life of life advice. advice. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, I would agree with you. So you're not sure that advice one really predicts outcome or, or, or I guess that, or is dependent. Like you don't think the outcome is dependent on the advice. I don't know that advice causes outcomes or I think it does, but I think less often than we think. I I think it's, it's the active ingredient a lot less often than we think. Yeah. Or it's dependent on so many other factors that all have to line up and come true that it just doesn't. You could have good advice and you could have someone who, who wants good advice. But for instance, if it comes at a bad time, right? Or if they're, if they don't, maybe it's good advice and you want the advice, but you don't respect the person at all. It yeah. just might not happen. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that have to line up for advice to come to fruition. And I think that just doesn't happen very often. Hmm. I think you're right. But luckily, I think we can still end up on a good path regardless. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but I also, I don't know how you feel about this, but. I, I dislike giving advice. It makes me uncomfortable. It, it depends on the context a lot for me. Like when I had that relative kind of approach me, 
<clears throat> he approached me about a topic that was kind of in my wheelhouse, you know, and, yeah. and he was struggling with it. So he's like, Hey, what do I do with this? Here's what I've done so far. And I, in my training, I'm like, Whoa, that's the exact opposite of what you want to do. <laughs> so let's try to do this. Right. It was like that novel or counterintuitive approach. Mm-hmm. And so when I recommended that to this person, they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, just try it, see what happens. And, you know, three weeks later, they're like, oh, my gosh, that's made all the difference in the hmm. world, you know. So it was it was good. But um, at the same time, because I think it was a relative, I, I was more comfortable kind of talking about that. But even even there, it was curling. It was like, I'm not going to tell him, you should do this. It was like, well, you know, here's how I would kind of approach. You know, it was very much kind of like, I'm just going to ease this on over and you can do with what, what you want. Um, and I was aware that I needed to do that, you know, cause, and maybe that's the hard part about giving advice is cause you sound so authoritarian and uh, it, there's a potential for that. Anyway. That's what most, I think that's what a lot of people think of when they think of advice or being yeah. given advice is like prescriptions. Like yeah. you need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you don't want that. Yeah. Nobody wants a prescription for what they should do. Or maybe I, I don't know. Do. I think a lot of people do. A lot of people come into therapy looking for it. They just yeah, they say, do. literally, yeah. what should I do? Tell, Tell me. me what to yeah. do. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, wow. But I don't, I don't like being given advice, and I don't, I don't like giving advice. Not that kind Why of advice. Why don't you like to give advice? What's that about? Well, because it, it feels like, who am, I, who am I to give? Just because I think I know that in my experience, uh, something has worked out, that's... That is not at all a guarantee that it will work out for you. And there's even a danger that I, because it's worked out for me, I, I'm overly confident that it will work out for other people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's more of a confidence issue in what you're advising. Yeah, and also though, I, I think giving, I think a lot of people think that advice has, maybe there's a pretty big upside and there's probably no downside. Worst case scenario, they just don't take the advice and go on the track they were going on anyway. But I actually think that advice giving can be harmful. Tell me how. Well, I th- for instance, like re- like rebellion. I think you, you can push someone one way and then in purely in reaction to you, they can end up going the other way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, and I see this all the time, people come in, I just had someone come in, she said, I, I haven't been to therapy for 20 years, basically, because I had such a bad experience with my first therapist. Right? So I think you can you can really turn someone off. Because of that? Yeah. You just, the, the therapist just dispensed advice all day. Well, it depends, but it was generally just a bad experience, right? So one bad experience can often turn people off to a whole area mm-hmm. or direction. Yeah. And so I think, I think there's actually a lot of responsibility with giving, at least giving advice with kind of bigger life question. And I think people are too reckless with that yeah. and they don't consider the, the right ways to give advice and what the potential downsides, like the risks involved you know, a lot of the times when I hear people give advice, and it may not even be to me, I can just overhear a conversation or overhear, sure. or my clients tell me a story about a conversation they had. A lot of advice isn't really advice. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> um, it's it's almost a let me fix you, let me just fix this, right? <laughs> do you need to do this, this, and this? Go do, and and it's more of a fixing than an advising, you know. It's yeah. A, yeah. And, and so, and I hear people do that a lot. Like here is like literally mm-hmm. what you need to do step by step. Right. It's not really advice. That's ordering someone to do something right. almost. Yeah. And so right. no wonder they, you know, this client's mm-hmm. like, geez, I don't want to go back to therapy for a while. Or no wonder people don't take mm-hmm. or don't see it as advice. Maybe they just feel like it's, um, 
some kind of onerous you know demand from somebody mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's interesting i um for the first through elementary school i went to a montessori school i don't know if you know a lot about montessori but the idea is it's a very child-centered approach to education mm-hmm. but the motto of Mon- or at least of our montessori school was um help me help myself yeah and the idea is that teaching and education there's a fundamental difference between doing something for someone or just kind of giving them the step-by-step protocol and helping them learn how to do it themselves. And I think that that is a much bigger difference than than we tend to to think about. And I think the topic of advice gets right at that distinction. Yeah. My oldest daughter just graduated from high school and before she was asking me what should, what should I, what college should I go to? What program of study should I do? And I, I told her, I'm, I'm kind of done telling you what to do. You know, we've reached a point where you get to decide now. Yeah. And I could just see the panic in her eyes. Mm. And I was like, don't get me wrong. I'm here for you. If right. you want advice, if you want me to advise, I'm here. But, but that's you're going to have to figure this out on you your own. And you're going to have mm-hmm. to. And, it, and it's been really interesting watching her navigate, you know, how to get into college, how to register for classes, mm-hmm. how to do. And, and to watch her struggle a little bit yeah. and not jump in and save her. Um, but just give her a little bit of advice here and there and just watch her kind of do her thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, I think I'm way more proud and happy than I would have been if I would have just took her down to the school and showed her how to do everything. And I'm sure she's way more well adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, think about how anxiety inducing it would be if people just always did things for you and then you walked out in the wide world and had never done anything on your own. That'd be awful. It'd be terrifying. Yeah. Right. Awful. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. And so, after this conversation, I'm going to pay more attention to when I give advice, receive advice, hear advice, and what are the contexts in which that works and mm-hmm. doesn't. We'll follow up on this one. This is good. You've given me something okay. to think about. Cause I'll, I, I'll, I'll try be, to be more open to the idea of advice generally, <laughs> less skeptical. There you go. I'll be more skeptical. You be more open. Okay. <laughs> hey, everyone. Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.